welcome to episode 171 of the Startcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. Ewan is away this week, he's uh, traipsing across the UK, so despite being chastised heavily by these two last time I hosted, I'm your host Brody, uh, and I'm joined today by the man who seems to want to defend Jordan Peele's us to the very end, James. Yeah, hi, it's me. That's yeah. That's me. And the man who agrees with me somewhat about the film, Shannon. Hello, it's me, the bully I have learned in the last 10 minutes. You're a horrible man. All right, so let's quickly talk about us, because we talked about it last week. Are we going to talk about spoilers? I don't really know no. if it's, it's... I don't know if that's fair. Like, people wouldn't have seen it, and it's hard... Yeah. Yeah. But do we also care about them? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, we... let's just speak vaguely about it. Okay, let's speak vaguely. James... You don't. Uh, do you have any criticisms of the film? Well, of course I, I do. Like, concern. I don't think it's perfect. Like, I think it's one of those movies where the more you think about it, the more it kind of begins to become less plausible. Um, oh, but absolutely implausible. The, the, the plot but, makes no sense. Okay, but like, say that was Get Out was like that as well. Like, that's how. Uh, I think this is worse. Oh, like, literally, yeah. But the, the logical thread that holds the whole thing together falls apart at that last twist. Yeah, but it's like a th- there is, but it's a new kind of thread that we haven't discovered yet. You know, like <laughs> does that make sense? No, no. It doesn't. Well, <laughs> that's because I'm on the same wavelength as Jordan Peele, so and you guys aren't. Well, what can we say? What did you think, Shannon? I yeah, I I don't I just don't think the twist was necessary. Like I was happy with how it was going to end and I enjoyed it yeah. as just a movie, but then I was 100% happy before that last Yeah, twist. and the, and the twist was cool and like when it started happening, I knew it was sort of happening. I hadn't really expected it before that. Yeah. But then it was just like you... that makes no sense outside of like being a twist. Yeah, like there's a lot of instances then where like exposition is spewed by Yeah, and I wasn't even questioning it beforehand, it. even though it still makes next to no sense. This is like yeah. a really unfair argument though, because like I can't discuss my point without ruining it, and we've said <laughs> we can't ruin it. Well, so well, you skipped you, me you, from you the beginning. I don't even know if you can. You can't disagree with our arguments. I just know oh, you when no, you I can. like something, you'll defend it with absolutely no oh, logic whatsoever. Oh, please, that's not even true. <laughs> like, oh, and like you two aren't like that either. Please. How dare you? This has already gotten personal. And it's like three minutes. Like, all right. Well, perhaps we should leave this. No, for I, I think months yeah. Down the track. Bottom line is, I think I enjoyed it. Still, it's just yeah. It it's it's not I, believable. I still... Well, it is kind of believable that it could happen one day, but oh it's... no way! Well, I don't, really? Not not to that extent, but like not parts of extent. it. I, no, anyway. I disagree. No, it's it's like yeah. I can't talk about it. This has been a really horrible intro because yeah. we can't actually talk about yeah. what we want to talk Good about. Good one. No. I, I think at least it's thought-provoking. It's it's good. I don't know if I'd be talking yeah. about it as much if it didn't have that twist, even though it makes no sense. True, true, true. But I've been talking about it in a very critical sense, which is the only bad thing. Like I like the movie. Like you said, I, I still enjoyed it. I think I still would give it you know four stars just because on a yeah. surface level, I, I found it very but enjoyable. But see, Mark hated it, but, and I don't but, know if I can blame him. When you stopped... Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't begrudge anyone for not liking it. Because when you stop to think about it, it starts to fall apart. You're not meant to. Why? I don't don't think you can say... How can you say that? Because it's it's like... When Jordan Peele puts as many layers into his films as he does, how can you not think about it? Yeah. You just enjoy the, the lasagna. You don't think about how it came to be, you know? Okay, go. Well, all right, Garfield. All right. Okay. You would if right in the last piece you found, like, a pile of shit in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, 
<laughs> what on earth? Let's move on. <laughs> like, All right. So that's, that's the box quote. Jordan Peele's ass is like a shit lasagna. Shannon Grixty. All right. Moving on. So talk to us on Twitter about us and tell us how much you agree with us over James. Thank you. All right. So this week we're going to change things up. You uh, and suggested last week we are. Uh, you know, mix up the formula a bit so we can talk about topics that really vibe with us as gamers rather than going through the same news and talking about Fortnite every week. So, in that vein, uh, we've all decided to bring a topic of our own to the conversation. Yeah. So we're going to sort of roundtable these discussions and sort of just, you know, riff on some ideas and some general brouhaha's that have been happening in the gaming community. So I guess I'll kick it off. And my topic this week is... Uh, you know, sort of the discussion that's been coming around with uh, Sekiro's difficulty and how um, a lot of players think that games like that, like from software games, and even I got involved in the conversation when people were trashing on Cuphead. And uh, so it's basically games like that requiring an, an easy mode to make it easier for players to play. Now, <clears throat> I've noticed two very distinct uh lines where people come down on and there's two different conversations happening about this which makes it a bit confusing you've got uh one side of the people saying that the game itself is just too hard and it should offer more options so that more people can you know get further into the game and see more of the game than others but then you've got the more legitimate uh, side of the conversation which is about accessibility for players you know who aren't able um to sort of get through the experience because of their personal limitations and all that sort of stuff. So there are two conversations, but I'm more leaning toward the first side because the latter side, I of course agree with. I think all, should get, all games should have um, accessibility options and like letting you change the inputs and all that sort of business. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just talk about... I, I know James is a big fan of difficult games like this. He's a Devil May Cry savant. And I know if... Uh, say Devil May Cry was only playable in Dante Must Die and a very select people could get through it. I'm sure James wouldn't want them sort of uh, neutering that experience, I guess, by making it easy. Mm. So, uh, <laughs> what do you guys think in that vein? I think Devil May Cry is like a weird... Now that you've said it, like Devil May Cry has like eight difficulties and in those yeah. you've, got, so, you've got modes where you can do auto combos and stuff. Um... And yeah, and that is fine. Like I mean, yeah. but then I but then I think the argue the issue there is, um, if you use like say auto combos in that game, it it your score drops, like it divides your score by a certain number, and then that you get True. you always, there's no way you can never truly get the best score. Um, but at least everyone can get through the game in that. Yeah, sense. and then so, but then is that like is that yeah, an issue? Yeah. Is that the issue there? Is like people are like, well, I shouldn't have to be made to feel shit because. I'm not playing on the hardest difficulty, or whatever. But, but then to me, it's like that's like, like ch- video games are a, are about, I guess, challenge and overcoming them. But I guess everyone plays for different reasons. Then I guess I don't know. Yeah, yeah there's like, just so in, many layers. In my, in my perspective, like I came into it when there was a couple of people on Twitter saying about how they wouldn't buy Cuphead on the Switch when it came out because they weren't introducing an easy mode to it. And I know personally, like if that if. I'm very weak in the sense that if a game offers a lower difficulty setting, I'll sort of drop down to it just to get a feel for it. Yeah, so like th- there's every, there's Resident every, Evil like, 2. Yeah, Resident Evil. yeah, exactly. <laughs> as you, as yeah. you, stop bullying me, James. <laughs> um, so um, I know I probably would have 
resorted to dropping down in Cuphead because there are some levels in that that are very brutal. Um, but I definitely wouldn't have felt that same sense of reward. And, like, you know, some people argue, like, oh, well, I don't have the time to, like, put that much effort into a game that's just that crushing. Like, I've got real life work to do. And I'm like, okay, well, that's fair enough. Maybe the game is not for you. Just, yeah. you know, play something else. Like, Shannon, you're playing Cuphead. Well, yeah, and I just, I played sort of like an hour of Sekiro, and I sort of never went back to Sekiro. But then Cuphead, even though I keep struggling through, I keep picking it up and playing it. But I think that's also because it's on the Switch, and, like, you can literally just play two or three rounds in an ad break of a TV show and then put it back down, where if it was on Cuphead on Xbox, I probably would end up giving up and not going back to it, because it's such an effort to, like, turn your TV on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, true. you've got to dedicate actual time to it. Where it's such an effort that to perfectly. turn your TV on. But you know, you, you know what I mean. Like, you have to dedicate <laughs> yeah, time to actually <laughs> playing the game. Yeah. But then Sekiro, like... Well, you can't play I was, was going to ask James, like, you like Sekiro, but you didn't like any of the Dark Souls games or Bloodborne. Like, was that because of difficulty? No. Or that is... so well, I, I thought they were, like, too hard. Um, okay. But then people come to me and say Sekiro is harder than some of these games, and I just don't know what. Like, there's obviously different kinds of hard. Um, and like mm. I said in like a few episodes ago, like I feel like Bloodborne and Dark Souls don't respect your time as much as Sekiro does. Um, I'm just so like up and down on this topic. Like, obviously, like I sometimes I am like I just don't have the time to master this. Like, I got halfway through Bloodborne, finished almost the Dark Souls games, um, but begrudgingly. Yeah. <laughs> um, See, I, I get it because like. I've always wanted to play these games because the boss fights always look so epic. And even Sekiro, yeah, like, I didn't 100%. get anywhere near any of the cool bosses. And I sort of wanted to, but I just don't care now. So, I, it's not that I don't, wouldn't want the challenge. Like, it's more that I would want to get through the game. I think it's, it's, it's hard as well because, like, with... So, like, with Sekiro, like, as an example, I've been trying to beat the same boss. Um, he's, like, an optional boss that I missed the first time through. Um... And I've been trying to beat him for, like, probably the last five days. Like, I'd put two to three hours in to try and do it every night. And I and tonight, like, I actually did it, like, finally. Like, I thought I was never going to do it. Yeah. But I just kept... Cause you, because you get better, and that's and that's And really, there is a satisfaction with beating There a really is a huge, boss. like, fuck. Like, a, like and it's, it's kind of annoying because you have so much knowledge about how this boss animates and moves that you're never going to use again. Um... But, like, it's it's really, really satisfying. And I just feel like if I had met this boss and just, like, slashed them up the first time, that the game would be quite boring to me. But then I guess it comes down to, like, what do you play games for? But then some of these games are designed... So, for example, people like Dark Souls should have an easy mode. Like, the way that game is designed, it would be quite boring if you just breezed through it. Do you know what I mean? And that yeah. would be detrimental to people because people would be like, the Dark Souls games will show shit. And then it's like, well, did you play on easy? And they're like, yeah. And it's like, well, that's probably why you found it shit. Like, it's designed to be hard. Like, it is tricky. I understand, and like, I totally understand where people are coming from and I think it's super tricky to kind of balance it. And that's why I think Devil May Cry does do a reasonably good job of balancing it. Um, but it's, yeah, like, even when I played Devil May Cry on easy mode after playing it on half for so long, I was just like, this is so bloody boring. Like, I don't know how people can enjoy it as much. Um, but then Devil May Cry does have a good story. So that a goodish story for what it is like. So that, that would be why you might want to do it. I don't know. I, yeah, it's hard. No, it's, go, go, Rudy. No, I was just going to say, and I sort of feel like there's a sort of, I won't use the word entitlement, but I feel like there's sort of like a sense of arrogance coming from it in, in terms of that people think they're owed things by like game creators like it, it reminds me sort of 
in a very loose way about like the ending of Mass Effect 3 and how that displeased people and then so they were sort of bullied into changing the whole ending for a game which is by and large their creation and their vision so like I feel like for from software to like sort of give in to this and do an easy mode would be a very large betrayal of their vision and what they're about as a developer I just think like that that's probably the thing that like does my head in the most about this is when people like like in a in a group chat that I was in people were like oh I'm not even going to buy it because they won't put an easy mode in I'm like well do you want to like maybe just give it a go like because if if you have that mentality like say a boss that I got up to in Sekiro that's super hard like if I just gave up like this is too hard then but I pushed through it and I, I still enjoyed it because I pushed through it do you know what I mean like I just think people should give stuff a go like you like yeah. yes you might be like, like okay I'm shit at games which is fine but that's totally yeah, fine like if you don't if you don't get through it and give up and uninstall the game and move on to the next thing, that's fine. It's not for everyone. Yeah, but at least like, you gave it a go. Like, I just think you look like a kind of less... not Like, what's the word? I'm trying to think of a really a nice word. You just don't... A baby. It, do, it doesn't do do your character any good if you just say, I'm not going to play it, like, just folding your arms because they won't make it easy. Like, that doesn't... Yeah. I just hate that. And like, like, And that sucks because the like, developer wanted to do something. And, I, and, I th- and you're not I think there's like them. a... a, a there's a part of it as well where people are sort of saying that they've been misled by Sekiro. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I think the publisher has a big part of this. Like, it is published by Activision, and obviously all of Activision's other games are super mainstream, and I wouldn't say they're just good at all. So I I think if someone hasn't, if they see Activision's publishing it, like, there is a fair call that you'd think the game would be accessible to almost anyone. I don't know if you can fault them for that, but I think that's why we're having the discussion now over, like, with Dark Souls... Yeah, because like, but then I also made the point that I think because games are so expensive, yeah, like you can't just as, get, as a you can't consumer, just buy it and then put it back on the shelf. Yeah, g- g- gamers as a consumer are more likely to research what they're going to be buying. Yeah, that too. Like, I, I can't, and it might be just because I sort of like we do what we do for press start, but like I rarely go out and just knee jerk buy something mm. off the shelf because I'm like, oh, Activision, because they've got such a good rep. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I think. There has to be some responsibility on in as a consumer, yeah, isn't there? for sure. It, it's hard. Mm. Yeah, I, I, there's no way to do it that would. Oh, I guess there could Please be. I, I haven't ever played through one of the games, so well, I'm just gonna have to take James's word for it in the sense that, like, if it was easier, it wouldn't be as a good game. Because yeah, if well, it was, then I couldn't really see a reason why you wouldn't at least have like a tour. I don't as, know what, as. As like, like, is there no th- thrill of the hunt anymore? Like, did people not want to like you know? Climb the unclimbable. There is, there's a difference like, between like this and. I don't think you don't, so. You don't think. I, I, I really don't. Well, Cuphead. I, I th- Cuphead to me is like, I don't know. De- like, no, let's go back. Devil May Cry is like um, a good, a good example because like if if you can just like mow through your enemies, you're gonna use like one to two combos, which which is fine. But like through a whole game, that gets mighty repetitive. Because hmm. um, the enemies are like catatonic like in the sim- in <laughs> like the earlier without how many bosses are in Sekiro like like big I'm talking big bosses like oh so like big bosses 10 to 15 I think okay so if Ish. you were just going through those in 10 minutes like there wouldn't be much of a game yeah there. you could definitely like people would put speed runs up where you do it in like an hour okay um, yeah I get it then Jesus and like that would be just so boring and then like but with Devil May Cry like the enemies get more complex they become more complex in their behaviors and stuff and that really requires you to like change up your approach and use one of the eight weapons that Dante has rather than just the one um I don't know like it's it's really hard because like all the games people want to be easy 
are designed to be hard. So we have no, nothing to compare them to. There's no way for us to say, yeah, this would be better if it had an easy mode because by design, they don't. So we just don't know. It's too, like, there's too much unknowns, I guess. Mm. Um, but then you get like, games like, I think it was Celeste, where it's like, you can just skip if you want um, some levels and that's okay. Yeah, and that's, yeah that, 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 that's an accessibility thing as well, though. Yeah, yeah. So like, but yeah. but like I'm saying, Celeste did it quite well. Um, so maybe, yeah. And Celeste wasn't right. very like... And then I guess that's another thing. Celeste kind of doesn't talk down to you, whereas Devil May Cry doesn't talk down to you, but it does reduce your rank if you do use those like kind of easy and options. And yeah, I, th- I think that is the thing. Say it did have an easy mode or you could skip bosses. Like, And pe- I've seen a lot of arguments with from people on Twitter saying, oh, but then I would be tempted to do that. Like, in my opinion, that's on you. Like, if you can't just stick it out in these games, like, on the regular mode, then I don't oh, yeah. well, really that's think fair. you can take... Yeah. Like, I would My never play... would then be, though. <laughs> Sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say, I would never play, like, a DMC game and, like, choose to skip a boss. Like, that would exactly. be... Exactly. Like, that's what yeah. I mean. Like, you wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, like, without naming names, and I'm not going to name names, but, like, some of the people <laughs> I've seen making these arguments are, like, reviewers and stuff, mm. so then I'd be, like, really... Cons- if there was an option to skip things, like, I'd be very concerned about, like how much stock I'd put into there. Well, that was a serious thing I had with Sekiro. Like, I, there was, like, about two points in that game where I got really stuck, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to, like, be able to finish this before before I have to write the review. And um, I did, because <laughs> I spent a lot of time. I think I took, like, an extra day off work. But, like, it it's just something that can come up, I guess. Yeah. Um, see, I watched the person beat the final boss in San Fran, and I, it seemed a little bit underwhelming to me in the sense that, like... It seemed as if he just beat that boss sort of out of... Not out of luck, but just because it sort of... The run went right as opposed to, like, skill or... Yeah, I know what you mean. That so can happen I, too. That, to me, it just seems a bit unbalanced as well. But people love the games and you can't take away from it. As far as I'm concerned, if someone can speed run all the Souls games and not get hit once... Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, surely the average person should be able to, like, nut their way through it, as far as I'm concerned. But... That's my opinion. I just want people to try things. That's yeah, all my thing different. is. Just try it. Try, if it is too hard, that's... Yeah. Oh, no. I don't know. People can <laughs> complain if they want. But, like, I don't know. Just try it. If you think it's too hard, like, at least you gave it a go. Like, not just this kind of, like, almost pig-headed, like, I'm not going to give it a go. It's too hard. Oh, or whatever. Yeah. Like, people who say Dark Souls and Sekiro are marketed to be so hard, but... I feel like only one of the games ever was marketed to be hard in terms of the marketing. Like, it's more word of mouth that says it's hard. Like, it's not the publisher's fault. Yeah. Um, anyway. But, we could talk about it forever. Where's Steven? This Se- is another Steven topic. <laughs> Seems there's no right side of the fence for that one. So, James, what do you want to talk about? Well, mine we're not going to talk about for as long, I don't think. But I oh, just mine. noticed this year that April Fool's was not as big of a deal as um, the rest of the years that I've lived. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I don't know if you guys agree. Um, I also kind of, you know, obviously we didn't do, I feel like our, the press start April Fool's wasn't as big a deal as it was the last two years. Um, yeah. Like, typically, historically, yeah, we've put, a, like, well, not me personally, but, like, the team's put a fair bit of effort into uh, And that's probably just timing. April Fool's. Yeah, because no uh, yeah, Sh- Shannon. Shannon just got back from a trip and... And then sort of literally on the Sunday before, we were like, what can we quickly throw together? Mm. And so uh, that that probably shows. Yeah. Uh, but I also think, it, like, you always hear about, like, big funny things that Google's done or something. Um, yeah. I don't even know what Google's was this year. Like, 
they they put no. Snake into Google Maps, I think. So it wasn't. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Like it's it's just it was. I feel like companies are kind of stepping away from that now. I don't. I think it, um, we're just seeing like yeah. the sort of traditional April Fools' thing become more an everyday thing. Like I don't know, like McDonald's making socks and putting them on Uber Eats. Like that five years ago would have been an April Fools' thing, and now it's like something that happens. Or I don't yeah. know. There's a hundred other examples of things that we just see on social media. There were still some good ones though. I was I was a big fan of uh, EB's take on it, like making the cologne. Yeah, I thought that was really funny. And then obviously doing a good thing with it and donating the money to our charity. Yeah, it did so, did um, quite well. I heard as well, which is good. That's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I don't know if I think it was still very much a thing. I just think we're so used to seeing that kind of stuff in our feeds, and it was drowned out by hundreds of other things that it just. People just know and to keep with, scrolling. Yeah. And with uh, politics these days, you know, you can never tell what yeah. is and isn't. As, joke, as so. far as, like, people saying that April Fool's needs to die and it's like we live in a fake news world and it shouldn't be a day to celebrate it. Like, I don't have an issue with it. I think yeah. it's all fun and games. Yeah. You're referring to, like, Roger's article. Yeah, you? which I don't. I think with it's that, fine. Yeah. You don't have to love oh, it. But I just, I don't think it hurts anyone. I thought it was an interesting article, yeah. Interesting perspective. One of my friends did order the EB cologne thinking it was fake. Yeah. And, oh, really? A lot of and then she was that. like, oh, it's, yeah, it's going to take my money. Ha <laughs> ha. And then she clicked check out. And it's like, okay, you've ordered one. And she's All like, right, I guess I'll put in my credit card. She's like, oh, they've charged, Good one, they've, they've charged my credit card. And I was like, yeah, well, it was It real, was interesting. Obviously. I've never really seen like a double full done like that that I can remember like in the same day like obviously we've seen things come to fruition weeks after but yeah. it was kind of good kind of risky because yeah a lot of people are like haha April Fool's and it wasn't April Fool's but it was also real so I mm. like the April Fool's that are real though yeah like, it was cool like I think was the Kirby the Kirby Roomba was that actually an April Fool's but that <laughs> I, I would so. love to have but I, I wanted it like yeah, I want one of them. Like sometimes, and then I think I saw Krispy Kremes doing nugget dip, which is the glaze. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah, like I that, that could maybe work. Like I just want to try I, that for like a week or something. I thought I thought that was real for a good hour. Yeah, and I forgot that America was like a day behind, and then I was like, oh, I'm so sad. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do like like the EB one is actually real, and everyone's gonna get a bottle of Sale or Sale or whatever <laughs> it's called mm-hmm. um, in June or something. I think that's a cool thing. But um, and ours did yeah. fo- like ours did really well from like a traffic point of view, and people were all really good sports in the comments. Like you always sort of worry that people boycott or at least say they're going to boycott, but everyone always takes it well, which is good to see, yeah. especially in gaming. Yeah, they can be a fickle bunch. Yep. That's all right. We'll put more effort in next year. We'll get them next year. <laughs> a we'll, year of fools. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll trick them. We'll do one a month. Yeah. All right, uh, Shannon, you've got a pretty compelling uh, topic you want to talk about? Yes, so obviously I just got back from San Francisco, and yeah, I think, did you, you guys spoke about State of Play and how obviously PlayStation's focus at the yep. moment seems to be VR, which is interesting and not something anyone expected, I don't think. But Yeah, like the whole event was pretty much VR, there was only like uh, Days Gone that was not, and Mortal Kombat, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, just looking across the board, I know we just came from GDC where I think um, Facebook and Oculus announced the Quest, which is sort of a wireless, it's completely standalone VR experience and has games like Job Simulator, Beat Saber, and a few other big names. And then, yeah, like Valve, I think you guys spoke about it last week as well, announced the Index, which has been rumored for ages, but not something I've ever commented on, 
which is coming out mm. this year. So I guess my yeah my topic is like you'd sort of expect like the VR fad to potentially be going away now if it was just a fad like we saw 3D and motion controls and all that kind of thing. But it seems like 2019 could be the biggest year yet for VR, which is interesting to me. Yeah, for sure. Like um, when I went to London last yeah. year for the VR thing. Um, I thought last year was going to be a very big year for VR and a few games did come out, but a lot of them were really like underwhelming. Yeah. So I thought that might've been sort of like the death knell. Mm-hmm. Like the, like, well, it was well, sort of a weird know. spot. Like there were games, but they weren't really massive games last yeah. year. Yeah. Like the, like the persistence I was really into and like, I was hoping transference would be really yeah. good, but obviously we know that sort of didn't do too mm-hmm. well. Um, and then, like, sort of Farpoint came and went, and, like, that introduced, like, the aim controller, which really didn't do anything yep. after that. Except for, um, uh, what was that Firewall game that came out, which is, like, Siege for VR? Yeah, Firewall. Anyway, yeah, so that was sort of moderately successful, I think. I think it's got a pretty good user base, but, like, I thought it would sort of just peter out from there. Yeah, for sure. But to see to see that Sony have sort of, like, doubled down in a, in a big way and sort of recommitted... And I, th- I think they announced they've sold 5 million PlayStation VR units, which I think is decent i know people were sort of shitting on it but i think it's good no well say they've sold have they sold 100 million ps4s yet yeah 90 something i think yeah so it's close enough to like 100 million so what's that that's like a my is that like a five percent in store (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. my math is really good yeah um I'm a but still, like considering you need like the headset the camera move controller like i think it's it's good yeah, and really, in terms of, oh, I was saying this last week about uh, VR and how accessible it mm-hmm. is, because obviously, obviously the Vive and the Oculus and all that are still really rather expensive, yeah. and you need and you need a pretty decent PC on top of it. Um, PSVR is really, really affordable yeah. in terms of like uh, options. Yeah, and for sure. I think it probably, I, and I think at the moment it probably does offer like the best yeah and i I think it's only getting better like i did mention in like this overview though from this event but it seems that developers are getting a lot smarter with using playstation move which in my opinion the move controllers are the worst of the bunch and probably the worst thing about vr but they're getting a lot cleverer in how they can use like intricate little movements to take your gun out of a backpack or pick lock something so it's getting better would you uh what would you say was your favorite game from the show that you played? I think Iron Man definitely. Like, I'm not a massive Marvel fan and don't really see that's a yeah that's a big surprise considering the trailer. Well, yeah, because of... I had seen the trailer and like sort of the PlayStation PR guy had sort of hyped it up a little bit, but then I saw that trailer and it just looked like on rails trash. But they've actually been working on it since like VR first came out two years ago, so it's promising. Yeah, right. Hmm. James, are you excited for 2019 for VR? No, not yet. <laughs> Why? Well, my processor Why, unit is still broken, and I just don't know what to do. Um, I, but, and how do how do you are, like? Do you, are, yeah, are you excited for VR? Like, are you surprised it's still around and on the upwards trend, or does it not surprise you? Well, my thing was like it's like I, you guys probably know. Like, I wasn't too much of like a fan of it and stuff, and then I got to try Resident Evil. Yeah. Um, at EB Expo, mm. and that was like Jesus, like that really sold me on it. Mm. Um, and yeah. I, then I played RE7 in its entirety in VR for the first time, and that was great. Like elevated it to like a level that I just don't think it could have ever scared me in normal like viewing, I guess, um, than it did mm. in VR. So, and that was really good. And then I was, and then as time goes by, like it, uh, there are less games that interested me. Like I, I thought Moss was really good, um, but I just don't really think. 
it was like a killer app, so to speak. Um, I know I was in the minority for that one, but but um, and then um, Astrobot, I haven't played that yet, to be honest. Like, I do have to try that, and I've always wanted to, but obviously yeah. my VR's bro- broken. I'm gonna get get it sorted. Um, but I just like my the only thing I really really care about for VR is like I guess horror and those kind of immersive experiences. Yeah. Like, um, I would love to like say as an example like anyone who's played Mass Effect 2, like, I would love to be, there'd be an experience, that experience of stepping onto, like, Omega into the nightclub, but in VR would be, like, kind of amazing, like, that yeah. kind of and stuff. and No Man's Sky is another good example of, like, it's probably the most immersive game I've ever played in VR. Like, you literally get in your spaceship and your left hand is, like, the throttle and your right hand, you can physically see you moving the, yeah. the gear stick. Like, it's a really cool experience. I think... What do you, what do you call it that... Shaft. I know. I don't know. I know what you meant. Like without being an immature, like Brody. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. It's. it's um, no. It's. It's. I don't know. There's just nothing that really appeals to me. Like I just yeah, don't I like. Get, and it is. It is a pain in the ass to connect PlayStation VR. Like Astrobot's awesome. Like it's just painful. Yeah. And but um, I hope that say like as an example, like Capcom kind of makes their next Resident Evil game to be VR as well. Like because I did think it really took the. Seven to be like great. Um, if they go back to first person, you... well, I think they they said that ten percent that they from their data, ten percent of RE Seven players. Yeah, play I was VR. gonna ask. Do you think Sony funded yeah. that at all? Like, do you think it was like a marketing agreement or something? Like, it's just curious about why you choose to do that for that game. I guess it was a first person game. It was a good fit. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. I've never really looked into the behind the scenes of it all. Yeah, um, true. But. I've I I did think that VR was meant to come to the other platforms for Resident Evil after the first and it year, hasn't. which which probably and it hasn't. Okay. So I don't know what I, that means. I must admit, like <laughs> Oculus, what did we say it was called? Oculus Quest, like definitely has me excited. Like being able to just put on a headset and pick up your controllers and like have everything in front of you with no wires, like that to me, yeah, it's so- three ninety nine USD, which isn't too bad as a starting point. So am I? I'm, I'm not actually across what that is. Is the, you still need a PC? For no, that, you don't it? at all. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. So that's okay. my thing. Now, like, I've like that's probably the only think. thing I am to answer. Go back to the question. Like, what excites me about VR um, is having access to like something that's a little bit more powerful than PlayStation VR. Yeah. Um, without having to have a ridiculous because I've only like as you guys all know I don't play on PC. Um, yeah. but just being able to do something without having to have like a crazy powerful PC will be really mm. good. Do you guys think, um, like, uh, with the PS5 obviously in development, uh, are Sony likely to, do you think, uh, revisit the tech and sort of buff it up and maybe make it more like the Quest? Like, in terms of wireless? Uh, Is it, it possible? Uh, I, I feel like, yes. Like, uh, I don't know if I would have said this a few weeks ago, but, like, I can't see them, like, supporting PlayStation VR right up until PS5, then just dropping it. But it's hard because obviously you'd want to take that tech over as much as possible. But then I I think PlayStation VR was sort of already underpowered at launch. Like the move controllers, I still think yeah. are terrible. It sort of more seemed like a proof of concept sort of thing. Well, the yeah. move controllers like, were literally PS3 tech. Like, that's what I mean, yeah. 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 yeah the, God, they so I don't, I don't know. Really like, I, I, think, I don't think they'll launch new PSVR and PS5 together. Like I think if anything... Like, I think PSVR will be compatible, the first one, but then we'll see something, like, a, a few years in. Yeah. I think Kinda it's really... Like a... I think PlayStation VR is the most important of the three, for sure. Um, yeah. Like, mm. I would argue, 
a huge majority of like players' first VR experience was PlayStation VR. Yeah, and it, it, Vive it has a really dedicated community as well. It does, yeah. The subreddit is one eye frequent. Yeah. All right. Well, shall we wrap it up with a game of What the Wiki? Let's do it. Let's do it. Just for people who don't know, uh, What the Wiki is the Startcast game show where the host reads part of a Wikipedia page for an unknown game, and you, the contestants, must guess the game. Uh, we actually don't know what the current score is because. Uh, whether Jamie is just behind in the times, uh, our official What the Wiki keeper of the score, he has not posted his Twitter recap this week, and I can't remember James. Can you remember? I was I winning. Last week. That's all I. Remember. I feel if yeah. I win, I yeah. feel like I'm a hundred percent. So I'll be in the lead. Yeah, yeah. You, you'll you're listening, be, Jamie. You'll go. Yeah, but we know you, you have shady percentage with, records, <laughs> Shannon. You'll go onto the board with one point, <laughs> and uh, James, I think, will probably take the lead again. Maybe. Who knows? We'll just have to like wing it and see. Oh no, James, you're you're not playing. I'm playing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. Exactly. So like, I can't. If, I like if my I chances. Win, I'll tie it up with James. I think that's what All happened right. last time. Yeah, because we're just sort of going neck and neck at the moment. So, James, you won last week, so you've got the uh, hosting pleasure. I do now. Um, all of these games were in the last five years to give you guys like a fighting chance. Awesome. So I already knew, I already knew that, so he's just trying to help you out. Yeah, well, I, was, I, I couldn't tell you that and then not Shannon. So nothing old or like James-like. It's all, you know, games you guys should know. Great. So. Let's do it. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. We are ready. Okay. Number one. Round one. Whatever. The game is similar to the basic gameplay of the previous game. <laughs> it is an action-adventure survival horror game that uses a third-person perspective. The game involves gunfights, melee combat, and a cover system. An added feature in combat is the ability to focus the in- focus the attention of the infected towards human enemies by throwing objects to distract them. This results in a lower number of enemies to encounter, giving players a tactical advantage. Throughout Already? the game, <sighs> sorry. Oh no! Did you just? Nah, sp- sorry, yeah. Oh, I, to- I do. I do have to guess. You do. I just remembered you said third person. Um, Quick. Hmm. I will relinquish my guess. <laughs> Continue. Oh. <laughs> Shannon, you've got to the end of this paragraph. Throughout the game, players encounter locations and activities around the mall, such as a carousel, photo booth, video arcade, mask store, and water guns. All of these locations and activities have some level of interactivity, allowing players to use them in different ways. For example, the photo booth allows players to select different mannerisms in which to pose for a picture too. That's the end of the first paragraph. Hmm. I thought you guys would be all over this. Well, I thought I knew it, but then I remember you said third person. Okay. Shannon, any guesses before we go to the next paragraph? I, oh, God. I'll... Dead Rising mm. off the record? No. <laughs> it's not that. <laughs> I can't think of anything based on what you're saying. This next will, no. this will give it up, I'm sure. The game was highly anticipated due to the critical success of the game prior. It was acclaimed by many reviewers with particular praise for its story, characterization, and depictions of female and LGBT characters. It won several year end. Oh, Brody. Yes. No. Brody, go. No. It can't be. Is it the, the Last of Us Left Behind? It is The oh, Last was of gonna, Us Left what Behind. The, what the fuck? Okay, so that came out. Ooh. That's questionable so that because it's bloody not. A, it's a it's DLC, essentially. Yeah, but it was yeah. also released standalone, so. Uh, what can hey, you do? Hey, don't you dare argue with James. Back me, oh, you're right? backing me on that. 
I only picked this because a... I thought you two would get yeah, it. I, I did I... think that, but I thought it didn't match. But that's fine. Go oh, on. Oh, well, you should have just guessed. You had a chance. My, my, my mind went to Left 4 Dead for some reason because you said infected. Shannon's went to bloody Dead Rising off the record. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Our whose mind goes with... to that game ever? I like how we went with off <laughs> the record too. Yeah, like the, the, the one that sold the least. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, it was um, Last of Us Left Behind, five years old this year. Ooh, Exciting times. So hang on, are these all five years old, or are they within the last five years? It's within the last five years. Okay. One of them, one more of them, might be five years old though. Ooh. Teaser. This next one is going to be controversial, but I don't care. Oh, okay. More than the last one. <laughs> I need the exact title. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> So, the game is presented in a third-person perspective. The game uses an interconnected hub-and-spoke model that combines action-adventure, exploration, and survival mechanics. Players can traverse between the camps and across the island using footpaths, improvised or already available zip lines, and climbable tracks. Many of the player moves are carried over from the previous games created by the developer, with some tweaks added, such as incorporating elements of stealth gameplay. Quick-time events are scattered at regular intervals throughout the game, often appearing at crucial or fast-moving points in the game's plot, such as extracting a shard of metal and escaping a collapsing cave. Sounds really good. It's definitely a favourite of one of you, I think, but not really. Um, No guesses? That was the first paragraph. No. Okay. Um, Look, I've got ideas, but please continue. The game is the tenth title in the franchise. The combat of the game Rocky. borrows multiple elements from Naughty Dog's Uncharted series, with players having the ability to free aim, engage in close quarter combat, and perform stealth kills. The game also incorporates RPG elements. As players progress through the game, they experience points. Brody? From, yes. Is it. Uh, I'm just going to take a guess of one of them. Is it uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider? No, it's not. Okay. Five years ago. That's my. Oh. That's. <laughs> Oh, so it, this one was five years ago? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, just give Shannon a hint so then he can get oh, it. Oh, he won't line. get it. Players can also <laughs> upgrade and customise no, weapons right. using salvage... Oh. Continue. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> using salvage collected uh, across the island. There is also a character progression mechanic in the game. Better items, weapons, and equipment are gained as players progress, through, though the appearance of most of these items is closely linked to the events in the story. In addition to the main story, players can complete multiple side quests... Revisit locations and search for challenge tombs. That's the end of the first paragraph. You've got Brody. Well, yeah, go. One of you has to go. Wait. I, oh, oh, God. It, do you want to go first, Shannon? Rise of the Tomb Raider, I was going to say, but it's not, is it? No, it's not. I know what it is, but I don't know the name of it. I don't know at all. Oh, this is going to uh, give it away. I know so what it is. A, it's going to have to be a speed round then. <laughs> Sorry. The game was originally released on the 5th of March 2013 However, this version was released in January 2014 For PlayStation 4 and Xbox One Wait, Shannon Yeah, Shannon Shannon. Oh god Tomb Raider Definitive Edition (laughs) Yes, well done (laughs) (laughs) I was really worried that one of you would be like Tomb Raider And then kick up a stink But like, none of you did So that's great that is hot trash, just so oh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter if Shannon wins, because he's never going to get points next, again. <laughs> like next, ne- ne- The next one will be Batman Arkham Asylum Game of the Year Edition or something like that. Sorry, I actually put that in there, but that's not the next one. <laughs> Sorry, I deleted oh, it. Lord. I thought I was being too much of a dickhead. This is just a normal game um, within the last five years, but not <laughs> five years ago. Okay. 
<laughs> okay. 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 The game is a plat. Is everybody ready before we go on? Because this is the this is it. Yes. Okay. So you're both yeah, on one yeah. point. I'm sweating. I'm sweating. Yeah. yeah, I am too. It's hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> The, g- <laughs> the game is a platform game played from the third-person perspective. The player controls two characters that work together to explore their environment, collect items, solve puzzles, and defeat enemies. That was the first paragraph, but we can move on if no one has any guesses. No? Well, can I have a free guess, then be back in for the next paragraph? Well, yeah, because isn't that how the rules work? It's the paragraphs I- are done, so... Well, okay, well, I'll just take a free stab. Go. Uh, is it Ori in the Blind Forest? It is definitely not. You control one character in that. So Oh I didn't know. Calm down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, anyway. The characters can learn a variety of abilities, including sonar blasting, tongue whipping, sky soaring, eating berries for temporary powers, and a fart bubble for breathing underwater. Shit sake. Most of these abilities use a power meter that is filled by collecting butterflies which can be eaten instead to restore health. Oh god. Ukulele. It is ukulele. Ah, so this that's not where my mind went. Oh, really? Yeah. So it, it released two years ago this month, and they released the Nintendo, well, the 64-bit tonic for it. I saw that. Was well. that was that like an art style for the game, or the actual like 64? It, well, it just applies a filter over it that lowers the frame rate and makes the models okay. more pointy. I'm sure it makes the game much better than it was originally. Well, yeah, apparently. Nice. Yes. Well, well done, Shannon. So, Thank well you. Done. Yeah, it just makes Shannon like has. I think he game. joins you on on one point. Well done, everyone. Which leaves James in the lead. That was an admittedly wow. shitty round, but I'm glad someone won. <laughs> Look, I wasn't going to say it. I liked it. You, you, you kind of dogged me. Considering the first me. one, I reckon I knew before Brody as well. No, oh, well, you get that. Oh well, you get that. All right. So well, Shannon's well the done. winner. Anyway, thank you. Well done. We're all very yep. happy for him. And with that, let's bring an end to what was episode 171, I believe. I've forgotten of the Startcast. Subscribe to us on the podcast service of your choice. Follow us at pressstart.com. That's not our handle. Follow us at pressstartau. Join the conversation with hashtag the Startcast and visit the site at pressstart.com.au. We've been joined today by James. Yes, hello. I am at Twitter, on Twitter, at James. A-T-J-A-M-Z. <laughs> you can follow me there. And taking... And taking the point today on what the wiki, much to my displeasure, is uh, Shannon. Winner will uh, follow me on Twitter. (laughs) 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 Oh, no. All right. And I've been your host, Brody. You can... Yeah, we've fallen apart at the end. Uh, And you can follow me on Twitter (laughs) and most other things at Brody underscore DG. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, happy gaming. And look out for shit in your lasagna. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye.